Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I am your host Matthew Roberts and this is season 4, episode 102 of this daily study podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we continue with our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials in Exodus chapters 14 to 17 in the week of April the 4th to April the 10th. Uh, and we are going to uh, continue on into Exodus chapter twenty, uh, Exodus chapter sixteen today, and we find Israel murmuring once again. Um, it has been a while um, since we spoke about their journey. Uh, it was three days after they took their journey. If you remember they, that they got to the waters, which were turned sweet from being bitter, and now we have uh, another event that takes place. It takes place on the 15th day of the second month after their departing out of Egypt. So it's been about a month and a half or so since um, since the last event. And they're now murmuring once again. In verse 3 it says, And the children of Israel said unto them, Would to God we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the flesh pots, and when we did eat bread to the full. For ye have brought us forth into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. So... The people are basically complaining that they're hungry, um, and they're, but it's to the point that they are saying, "Well, you've clearly brought us out of Egypt to die of hunger in the wilderness." Like there is no, uh, again, no requesting of the, the prophets to pray to the Lord to find out what to do to get food. There is no turning to the Lord to ask this help or trusting on Him. There is again this negative uh, murmuring that takes place to express uh, their disappointment or their hunger. Uh, And I think that um, this is particularly interesting because, again, despite having had that miraculous event, well, of course, all the miraculous events that took them out of Egypt in the first place, but then the miraculous um, event at the waters of Marah as well, um, the Israelites still don't turn to the Lord, and yet... The Lord promises in verse 4 that he will rain bread from heaven for them, um, which again shows his his mercy and his grace uh, at blessing his his people, uh, despite even when that they are not uh, relying on him and trusting in him. Um, the Moses um, relays back this message to the Israelites and says, This shall be when the Lord shall give you in the evening flesh to eat and in the morning bread to be full, for that the Lord heareth the mur- your murmurings which ye murmur against him, and which are we. Your murmurings are not against us, but against the Lord. Uh, he reminds the Israelites that they're not murmuring against just Moses when they are saying that, uh, you know, he wanted to bring them into the wilderness to die out of hunger, uh, but that they're murmuring against the Lord as well. And this murmuring is going to be a continuous theme uh, as we go through the next number of chapters. Neil A. Maxwell said about murmuring, quote, Murmuring is defined as a half-suppressed resentment or muttered complaint. However, just as a yawn can be a silent shout, so murmuring can be much more than muted muttering. The real addressee of some of our murmuring is clearly the Lord, as when the people complained against Moses. Murmuring seems to come so naturally to, to the natural man. It crosses the scriptural spectrum of recorded complaints. We need bread, we need water, the needed military reinforcements did not arrive. Why did we ever leave Egypt? Why did we ever leave Jerusalem? 
Some, perhaps, understandably murmured over persecution by unbelievers, and others even murmured over what the name of Christ's church should be. Most ironically, the coming forth of more scripture from God was to cause murmuring. An early scriptural instance of murmuring involved Cain's offering to the Lord, illustrating how our intentions are at least as important as our deeds. Cain was wroth that Abel's offering was acceptable, but not his. Sometimes, brothers and sisters, we too worry if someone else seems to be more favoured than we. Worse still, we want to be accepted of the Lord, but on our terms, not his. Close quote. As Ella Maxwell pointed out, the spectrum and the amount of things that we could possibly murmur about are huge. Um, we don't receive all the blessings that we are, um, perhaps, or feel that we are entitled, in, in, entitled, I think maybe is the right word, uh, to receive because we are trying to be obedient. Because that is not the way that mortal life works. Um, just listening to conference, it's been and it's been made very clear that if we follow our covenants and live our covenants, it does not mean that we receive the blessings of the Lord in that very instance. Otherwise, there would be no need for faith. People would see clearly the great blessings that follow after uh, making covenants with the Lord, and there would be no need for faith because you would instantly see those blessings. But we have to go through life with faith that um, that even though we make those covenants, difficulties and hardships come. And actually, not only would it mean that we didn't re- we don't require any faith, but actually mortality is full of challenges and difficulties because that's what helps us to grow and become what the Lord wants us to be. Uh, and so there's really two reasons why we still have these difficulties. But if we begin to murmur, then that is when we struggle to make that spiritual growth and progress that we are able to make through those difficulties. Um, so the Lord gives uh, this response to the to the Israelites um, and quails will uh, he promises that they'll, he'll rain bread in the morning and, and quails in the evening um, and when they woke up the next day in verse 14 it says there lay a small round thing as small as the hoarfrost on the ground so it's almost kind of, kind of flake-like um, in in its um, consistency or in the way that they hold it. Uh, and in verse 15, it says, And when the children of Israel saw it, they said one to another, It is manna, for they wist not what it was. Um, now, in terms of ma- this manna, the Hebrew word for manna um, comes, comes from the word man, which means literally a whatness, as in what is it, <laughs> which is funny. Um, it's it's like them saying, um, oh, please pass me the what it, whatever it is, or please pass me the what, whatever I don't like, I don't know it is. Um, and so the people don't really know what it is, but the Lord responds uh, to that question of what is it uh, to... Um, verse 15 uh, it says uh, he mentions that it's manna and then it says and Moses said unto them this is the bread which the Lord have given you to eat this is the thing that which the Lord have commanded gather of it every man according to his eating for an omer for every man according to the number of your persons take ye every man for them which are in his tents so there's great symbolism uh, in this event 
uh, of course, first of all, that the Lord provides the bread of life uh, to the Israelites. I mean, that uh, is a clear symbol and that on the rise of each morning, it is on the ground. It doesn't fall down from the sky during the day or in the evening. It's the morning in which it uh, appears on the ground, possibly um, reminiscent or um, symbolic of the Saviour's rising on the resurrection morning uh, and being the bread of life uh, to to his disciples. Um, the other thing as well uh, is that this manna uh, is provided miraculously, which again, the salvation of the Lord is provided miraculously, a deliverance from um, spiritual hunger, if you will. However, it's not provided miraculously on a silver platter for these Israelites. They have to go and gather it, which again, uh, just kind of uh, provides further kind of thoughts behind what this may represent, what it may mean, how they have to go and physically gather like we have to go and gather our spiritual feast each and every day uh, and when you rise up in the morning perhaps you listen to the, this podcast or perhaps you study your, your scriptures or you you do something each day to provide that spiritual filling uh, for your soul and that is something which the Israelites will have to learn to do as they travel through this wilderness journey uh, thank you so much for listening today we'll conclude at, at chapter 16 and go into chapter 17 tomorrow uh, as we go into further of the Israelites' murmurings and see how the Lord responds to those. Thank you very much for listening today, and until we meet again.